0: to Episode 9 of our Pin and Point Recruitment Podcast, a female-led podcast full of recruitment advice, job-seeking tips and market insights. In Episode 7, we did Part 1 of this podcast, a short series on recruiting in a candidate short market. Our consultants Nikita, Max and Brock are here to discuss the candidate or the job-seeking side of our current market. What are we seeing? What opportunities are being presented? And what are some things candidates, both passive and active, should be careful of?
1: Another podcast episode with pin and point with pace um, i am nikita and i'm a senior consultant in the sales team and i'm joined by max and brock who are also consultants um, today we will be talking about the candidate short market but part two so we'll be focusing on the candidate side so let's just i guess jump straight into it um, what is a candidate short market um, might be self-explanatory, might not be. It's basically a job market where there are more jobs or there are more employers and there are um, candidates to fill those positions.
2: Yeah, thanks, Nikita. Um, how has a candidate short market occurred, do we do we reckon? It's a bit of a tough one to, um, you know, put our finger on. I think there's a, there's a few reasons why. Um, I guess we like to keep on coming back to... Um, Covid, and, and and that is a main reason for for the candidate short market. Um, you know, a real lack of immigration. That's a it's a big um, a big factor. Impact. I think um, quite an unsustainable rise in in salaries. I, I, I would have thought as well. There's a lot of uh, counter offers going on. Um, just a whole lot of uncertainty in the in the candidates' minds in terms of wanting to move on. Wanting to stay, um, you know, it's just, yeah, we're, we're we're seeing it, yeah, a number of reasons, but it's it, it hard to put it put a finger on the exact um, key cause of it all. But I think COVID is the main reason in our eyes. Um, it, it's quite and frustrating. And then all these
1: like subcategories. What like, was that? Sorry. Co- I said like, yeah, COVID's the the main thing, but then you have all these other like sub 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 categories that like you know, yeah,
2: for linked sure. to that, yeah. Yeah, it's quite a frustrating um, uh, frustrating time for, for clients wanting to to hire. And, um, yeah, it definitely makes our, our job very interesting and, and, and challenging at the same time. But um, I think, you know, as we move further out of COVID, um, things might be changing around a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely an interesting time for, for, for both candidates and, and clients wanting to hire, you know, top talent.
3: Definitely. I think it's the, uh, there's so much uncertainty at the moment in the world that, you know, a lot of candidates sort of want to stay stable in what they're doing and feel safe in their current job, which is leading to, um, I mean, it's quite self explanatory, but yeah, a big shortage of talent and shortage of good people in the market, yeah. um, which is leading to us seeing uh, a massive shift, I suppose, from 12 months ago when a lot of people were out of work and looking for jobs. So, um, you know, when it was like that, we'd put up a job ad and we've had. We'd have you know tens, nearly fifty applicants for every role. We'd interview you know the ten best ones and put forward a shortlist of three or four quite easily for for all these roles. And then in the last twelve months, all those people have found work, which has then led to this yeah really candidate short market where you know all of a sudden good candidates are gold, which has led to our sort of partnerships with candidates and relationships with candidates changing as it becomes. Super competitive. Um, if we're dealing with a good candidate now, chances are they've already got other offers on the table. Someone else mm. has already tapped on their shoulder, um, and it, it is just really hard, I suppose, to maintain those relationships through this time. Um, I saw as about, you said,
2: oh, sorry, Max, you
3: go. You're right. Yeah, right. I was just going to say this has also led, obviously, to those salary raises that you mentioned earlier. Um, I think people uh, and clients specifically are getting more and more desperate, which is leading to them making offers that may not be sustainable down the track. I mean, they're paying people who might be worth 70000 90000 um, So it's definitely going to be interesting to see, I suppose, the after effects of this market.
2: Yeah, I, I saw a stat the other day um, from SEEK that uh, I think maybe a year ago or I'm not sure the exact time frame, but not too long ago, that the average um, number of applicants was like 50 or something, and now it's down to... Like eleven or twelve so per, per job ad.
1: Yeah,
2: um, yeah. And uh, I, you know, speaking with a lot of clients, they they tend to think that um, job job seeker, job keeper, whatever it is that that you know that seven fifty has a lot to do with it. That sort of thing. People um, not wanting to work. Yeah. When they can. Yeah. So it's just. Yeah, it's it is frustrating, but hopefully, um.
1: It's a phase, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah.
2: We're on the it'll phase way out of it. That's the thing. I think as a recruiter, it's more important than ever to
3: really have long-lasting relationships with your good candidates now, um, because sure. there is so many of them out there, and there's so many recruiters trying to get a hold of them. If you can, you know, maintain those long-term relationships with really good people, mm-hmm. um, hopefully we'll be able to navigate through this tough time for
2: recruitment uh, a little bit easier. It's a great point. Um, yeah, relationships uh, have never been more. Um, Crucial uh, than, than right now.
0: The team discusses how a market with minimal applicants available affects job seekers as well as passive candidates who are open to new work.
1: So let's talk about a candidate short market, but whilst you're trying to look for work. I guess something that I would definitely want to mention is just because it's a candidate short market and just because you think it might be easy to get a role if you are happy where you are, you feel supported, you have a great manager, you have great teammates, you get your flexibility, there is no point in you moving on because you're not trying to, you you don't know what you're looking for. So there's that like lack of clarity. Um, And I think you'll just be doing it for the wrong reasons, just for 10K more, which by the way, if you do do get 10K more, you're going to be expected to work harder. Um, So I think if you're happy where you are, you know, definitely, Definitely don't say no to a conversation. I think it's good to know what's happening in the market, but um, don't jump just to jump.
3: Yeah, I think the one thing that I would say to um, and I do find myself saying to candidates that I'm partnering with the, is that if you are hunting for a job at the moment, um, chances are you will be receiving counter offers or you will probably be receiving opportunities to multi uh, to interview at multiple different places. I think the most important thing you can do is be transparent. Uh, it's okay to be interviewing at a couple of places. Um, you know, companies and recruiters alike are going to understand that you want to explore your options and, and find the best thing for you. Um, but nothing does your brand more damage, I suppose, in the market than to pull out at the last second without telling anyone that you were, you know, interviewing elsewhere. And it, it can really leave them in a hole as they might have committed the whole, uh, I suppose, onboarding process to you already. And a last minute pull out, you know, causes them to start that whole process again.
2: Yeah. Adding on to that, Max, I think, um, you know, that 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 transparency whole um, factor is massive at the moment. I mean, I, I spoke briefly about uh, unsustainable salaries so you know if you jump into something that um, you're not staying true to so you know it, it comes back to what I also spoke about in, in the podcast about um, negotiating salary if you, if you don't stay true to why you actually want a new job or or the main reasons generally why you want a new job um, and those change throughout the process and, and you go this way and that way and um, I think yeah, that you may fall into the trap of, of, you know, jumping at a, at a higher salary at this point in time, but the future might not always look that bright for you. Um, due to this candidate short market, I think uh, that the salaries at the moment are quite, um I'm not sure if unrealistic is the right word, but yeah, I just inflated, guess inflated, maybe. Yeah. Inflated mm-hmm. unsustainable. So just be aware of that. I mean, I'm not telling you not to do any of these things, but um Coming back Get to, to just, right just being genuine and, and true to your reasons why you want to, uh, you know, I guess, look for a new position.
3: Yeah, in saying that, um, it is a good time, though, if you do see a job advertised, uh, it might be that dream job or that dream company that you have always wanted to work for. And you might feel like you are a little bit underqualified or not quite ready. Um, at the same time, it, yeah, it is definitely a good time to, to have a crack and apply for those sort of jobs. Um, I'm seeing more and more um clients and businesses thinking outside of the box and taking people who might not necessarily have the ideal experience that they had in mind but you know if they can see the right personality or the right culture fit they're happy to commit um, you know training and development opportunities to the right person at the moment due to that lack of, of you know bang on experience
0: yeah for sure let's face it with job security at the forefront of all employees minds How is this candidate short market affecting passive candidates who are sticking it out in their current roles, despite its suitability or even their workplace
1: happiness? So for the next part, we're going to discuss um, a candidate short market for those candidates who are passively on the lookout or um, who are already happy with where they are. Um, So I guess where I might start is... And actually this point could also be linked with the point before about um, a candidate short market when you are actually a- actively on the market and that's knowing your worth and being able to communicate that. Um, so I guess when you are on the market, um, not being afraid to be, to be like, this, this is my achievement. This is what I've done. Therefore that's why I'm asking for X, Y, and Z. Um, I think it shows confidence and employees like to know that you feel confident to even if you might be um not underqualified but as max said even though you might be slightly more junior just having that self-belief i think makes a difference and then if you are passive or if you are happy where you are maybe you want to negotiate on some of um I don't know your your flexibility or your salary internally. Um, again, it's one of those things where I think it's important to take a step back, think about the last twelve months, twenty four months, whatever it is, and looking back at your achievements and being able to articulate that um, to to your manager. And again, that just helps with open communication. And even if you don't, you don't get. What it is that that you're after, um, it's you know you, you you've still ha- had that chat with your manager, and now you're like okay maybe I do want to look for another job, or at least I've had that chat with her. We have that open communication, um, so I think yeah, knowing your worth is definitely really important, whether it's a candidate short market or not.
3: Definitely. It's, it's definitely better to have those conversations before you go out to market. Um, like this this candidate short market isn't just a recruiter's thing. Uh, every every mm. business out there is struggling to find people through their own internal ads uh, and therefore is placing more and more value on retaining their good people and their good talent. Um, and, I mean, everyone knows that the working landscape is now changed forever pretty much. I mean,
1: mm. I don't think
3: anyone's going to be wearing a tie into the office or even going to the office five days a week anymore moving forward. So um, there's definitely room there for you to sort of, um, ex- as you said, Nikita, explain your worth and explain if you want to spend a bit more time at home with the family or if it is a salary increase or a little bit more flexibility or whatever it might be. Uh, it's definitely worth having that conversation with your own manager before you go to market um, because, yeah, they, they do want to keep you just as much
2: as they do want to find new talent. Yeah, that's definitely a great point. I, I mean, um, based around flexibility, we're seeing a lot. For a long time, you might have been putting up with, um, uh, you know, uh a workplace where you couldn't do this or you couldn't do that or there was no working from home flexibility. Um, now is a good time to, I guess, look at your options in terms of spending more time, um, with your family, finding that work life balance, um, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I guess, it, uh, uh, yeah, touching back on it. It's, it's also crucial to not use it as a, um, as an unsustainable practice at the moment, I think uh, it's, yeah, it's a tough one because it is a great time, but yeah, that, that salary might not be there for you in, in, you know, a couple of years time when we come out the back, you know, the back end of it. So do you have anything more on that, Max or Nikita? I feel like it's it's good to, you know, look for a higher salary. I look for a new opportunity, but I just wonder with, with a lot of um, clients that I've been speaking to, they really don't think that this um, – increase can can keep going the way it is Um, and the market will i guess open up again
1: i think it's really important to also remember that with especially when it, it comes to salary more so when you receive a higher salary especially one that's much higher than market rate you are going to be expected to absolutely excel at your job don't think that are oh, just because the, the the market is is kind of short at the moment and employers need um need, need staff that they're going to expect less of you that's really not the case and especially you know with a lot of jobs that I've been working, and I know that some of the team have, have been working, those higher salaries come with higher expectations. And that's kind of always been the way it is. So that hasn't changed too much. Um, what is great, though, and I totally support it, is the amount of flexibility that we are seeing employees give now. I think it's going to just become a thing to have to be flexible, whether it's allowing your staff to start an hour late or an hour early so that they can Go, go home an hour early or late whether it's a nine day fortnight I, de- I definitely predict that within the next year nine day fortnights or four day work weeks are going to become more commonplace um with with full pay mind you um so I, I really think that the market has shown for the better in that regard and and people are you know i I guess covid has put things into perspective and whilst you should love your work and it's important to work i think employees are seeing that work shouldn't be your your whole life um and that the more that you have balance in your life the more you're going to be able to bring to the workplace anyway and therefore still continue to kick goals so whilst it's important you know definitely still ask for for more money when you move jobs or whatever it is um but don't be too um (laughs) don't be too um not demanding but you know don't 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 stretch the the salary too too much I think ask for for um, an acceptable increase or whether it's working closer to to home that that's totally fine so I guess it's more about really um, just thinking about what in your life is important and what your kind of like non-negotiables are when it is to finding a job and then taking advantage of the market in that sense as opposed to being like I want everything ticked off because that won't ever happen candidate short market or not Just, I guess, one more thing to add would be even when you're passively after something else is interviewing at multiple places. I'm not sure if we've touched on this, guys, but yeah, just not um, not picking the first offer that you get um, again that's something that's been happening quite a lot at the moment which is quite surprising because there are so many op- opportunities out there but I have found that some candidates have just taken the first thing that's come up um, so yeah definitely have those conversations uh, make sure that you're in it for the long run um, you're not in a rush and you have a, a lot of opportunities so if there's any time where you can take your time it's definitely now
2: yeah you would like to see that on the client side as well um Mm. Lindsay and um, michael spoke about that last week but you know a a strong client who knows exactly what they're looking for won't be you know jumping in too quickly you wouldn't have thought either so um yeah on both ends it's it's always good to to take a bit of time and and understand exactly what's best for both parties.
0: So what about graduates? Has the Candidate Short Market provided a window of opportunity? Our consultants discuss what they're seeing
1: in the market. I suppose whilst all of this is really great to know if you're someone who's been in the market for a couple of years or so i guess the one group it might not apply to are grads um i'm not sure why but um you know when speaking speaking to, to grads um they're still finding it um as hard to find a job as it was when i was a grad um this doesn't have anything to do with you really i think you know if a if a company has been losing a lot of employees just due to the candidate short market um, and due to, to other offers, their main priority might not be finding a grant. It might be to, to replace a role that's really important for the business. Um, so don't feel like it has anything to do with you if you feel like you're not um, being picked for, for, for an interview.
2: Yeah, I think there's still a fair level of uncertainty um, in regards to the client's mindset as well. So I think wanting to take on and take that risk with the juniors It's probably not for a lot of clients that we're dealing with. Um, Mm. For me, I feel like it would be a great opportunity for a a junior to press their case more than ever.
1: Absolutely.
2: Um, Yeah, again, it's an interesting one. I I would say, you know, go for it and now is a better time than ever, but um, it it is still quite difficult for juniors to um,
1: find employment. Get foot in the door.
3: Yeah, that's it. I would just say, yeah, don't be discouraged. Keep applying at all the places that you have been or that you've been thinking about because there is opportunities out there and hopefully they start opening up more and more in the new year.
2: Yeah, form a strong case. Communication is always the main key, I feel. You know, a lot of... You always hear from clients that, you know, there's a lot of reservations with juniors, but if you're a really strong communicator and you can really um, put forward a, a... a genuine case as to so what you can add. I think that goes a long way. Take
1: advantage but, of it. Yeah, mm. absolutely.
0: The team's final point is around how partnering with a recruiter can benefit job seekers. Whether you're actively looking for a new role or you're currently within a position and are looking to branch out elsewhere, partnering with a recruiter can absolutely aid the process.
2: Yeah, I guess to uh, finish up, um, wrap it all up, um, again, not giving ourselves a, a, a massive plug or anything, but, but now is a, a, a better time than ever to get in touch with, with uh, a market expert or, or a, you know, an employment um, agency, Specialist. a recruitment agency, a recruitment consultant, um, one of us, potentially. Uh, just to you know go through the ins and outs of, of um, you know your, your career and, and what we can do for you and what, what the best move is to make next. Um, i hope you know all the stuff that we've covered uh in this podcast might be helpful to it to you and if you'd ever like to get in touch with us um you know and to delve deeper into those topics um you know we'd be more than happy to so yeah it, it's an interesting time in the, in the job market and for for all candidates and, and clients alike but um I, I think it's a good position for candidates to be in at the moment so
3: i think that is one bit of advice actually that we didn't throw in there if it's not too late is the benefit of actually using a specialized recruitment agency through this process Um, no matter what industry you're from if you're listening to this um, with the markets changing rapidly and up and down all the time uh, in such a job-rich market a a good recruiter who really knows the industry and the ins and outs will be able to assist you in getting the best value and the best position for yourself as well Um, so yeah find the best Um, I suppose, a recruitment agency that fits what you're after and what sort of industry you are looking to get in and, and use them rather than one of a more broad
0: one. Like the team has said, it's a challenging time for many and it needs to be looked at as an opportunity. It's a great time to be transparent with your leaders, get realistic with your goals and remain patient while you achieve them. To get in touch with Nikita, Max or Brock, feel free to connect with them on LinkedIn. And if you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay up to date with our releases, please subscribe to our channel or even leave us a review. Bye guys.